Hello, I'm up in here, bring you guys another episode of Vanity Care. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to this episode and more to come, hopefully. Um, on the real note, though, we do need to be spreading the word about this podcast and saying how much we all love it, okay? So say to your friends, tell everyone you know of how amazing this place is. Not trying to brag or anything, but you know, it's good to have a little vanity every now and then, just saying. But anyway, um... If you please would subscribe and follow on anywhere that you're listening to this podcast. I know that if you um, follow on Spotify, you can get notifications every single time that I upload an episode. And Vanity Care is available to listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, and of course, Anchor, where I create this podcast on. So uh, if you guys um, want to tell anyone else who is like trying to look for places to listen to this podcast on, those are all the places that um, Vanity Cares on. I think there's more places coming too. So basically it's anywhere that you listen to your podcast, um, it should be on there. But um, just getting straight into the episode topic, well, intro anyway. It's all about perfumes, colognes, and toilettes, if you've heard in the title. Um, It's all about fragrance, basically. Just making it simple, if you do not know what some of those things that I just said were. But this episode is all about fragrance sprays and how they are all different, how sometimes it can be a little confusing sometimes. Sorry. Very confusing sometimes, if you're me. Okay, let me just be honest real quick because I do want this place to have all kinds of truths in it. So before I really got invested into this episode, I did not know that much about all the fragrances, okay? I knew, of course, you know, a little bit about it, but I did not know all that went into them and like the different kinds of things that went into fragrances. And I feel like I am so much more knowledgeable about the whole like fragrance industry and I feel so like much better that I know all this all these things now because like now that when I go to shop for them I'll know exactly what to look for exactly what to get for myself and so I will not feel cheated like I did not get the best thing that I could have gotten because I did not know what to get because you know knowledge is power so moving on um I'm just here to help you navigate your way through the fragrance world like I was saying it can be a little bit confusing Um, But it's okay. After this episode, I'm hoping that you guys can have a lot more knowledge about the fragrance bids and that you guys can be a lot more confident when you go to shop for more things and that you guys can actually know what to shop for. But on that note, I think we should just get straight into our self-spotlight so we can get to the main topic, shall we? So let's go. This brand for self-spotlight truly needs no introduction, but I'll give it one anyway. Um, It's definitely the realest brand that I will ever cover on this podcast. Um, It's definitely a brand that everyone I know has heard of, and it's probably been in your house multiple times. I know it's been in mine, but um, it's truly a brand of the people. It's truly one that has been here for us forever, and it's truly one that will stay with us forever. 
it's not too out there where it's like too expensive, but it's here and it's accessible and it's perfect for anyone to use. And this beautiful brand is Dove. And of course, like I said, I know you've all heard of this before. And I know that we just all kind of think of um, Dove's bar soaps, which are of course amazing. I've had them before, many of them, many different kinds, but that's probably the only thing that you think of Dove, like just their white bar soaps or their blue bar soaps. But trust me, there is so much more to Dove that I will discuss today about the different reviews of Dove, um, all about Dove and what Dove really stands for. And so let's get right into that on Dove's homepage on their website, which right off the bat, once you click on the link that takes you there, shows you what, all, what Dove is all about. It shows an African-American woman who is holding up her arm and showing off her armpit hair that she has, which is so amazing because Dove is just trying to show that beauty comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors, and is really trying to promote that body positivity. It's truly amazing of how Dove is trying to show this off and how Dove is trying to say that um, the beauty standards that are put on women today that are in our society are truly unreasonable and that they deserve to be shattered so women can truly like be beautiful as they already are and do, should not be looked down upon for having things that are outside the norm, quote unquote. So um, if you just even scroll down, it shows a lot more um, like different little snips of things that you can like click on that can, you can discover more about them or read more about them, but they just give little like tiny three sentence, um, little snippets of what is like all about Dove that you can click on and find more about. But the first one says, welcome to Dove, the home of real beauty over a decade. We've been working to make beauty a source of confidence, not anxiety, and here's where the journey continues. Beauty is not defined by shape, size, or color. It's feeling like the best version of yourself, authentic, unique, real, which is why we've made sure our site reflects that. Every image you see here features women cast from real life, a real life version of beauty. Whatever you're looking for, products to provide you with the care you need, tips and advice ranging from hair care to skin care to underarm care. Everything you see here is designed to make you feel beautiful. Explore the world of Dove below. And the next one says, take care, be safe. In times like these, care can have a big impact in the world. Find out more about the actions we're taking to care for our community, um, which is definitely just talking about, of course, her um, the situation that everyone's in right now with the pandemic that is going on with the coronavirus and how it's really just trying to encourage everybody to stay safe, which is so amazing. And we all need to promote that tremendously. And the next one says, hashtag wash to care, discover the importance of hand washing with the World Health Organization or WHO. Advice to care for you, your loved ones and the world. Together we can make a difference. And actually, I wanted to have an episode about hand washing that I was thinking about making my next one. So, guess who's going to be referring to this for next episode? So, get ready for that one to be referenced in next episode. Just saying. I normally do not say what's going to be the next episode most of the time, but letting you know right now, the next episode is going to be about hand washing. So, get ready. <laughs> The next one says the Crown Coalition. Join us to end discrimination against black hair, which is so amazing because that is such a terrible thing that we're going through right now in society today about how people of color are being discriminated because of their hair. 
and because they're wearing their natural hair and they're like getting discriminated in the workplace and being told to like go back home and like change their hairstyle or like they aren't able to work in certain places just because they're trying to wear their natural hair and it's definitely a thing that needs to be fought against and I'm so glad that Dove is taking um one of the first steps to really make a change and the next one says project hashtag show us women join us and women everywhere and building the world's largest stock photo library to shatter beauty stereotypes and it has like a picture um of like definitely how you would not see the standardized beauty and like like models or whatever and i love how they're trying to really fight this and show again how um these standards quote unquote that are like put on women to be this certain kind of way and that they aren't beautiful if they aren't looking like a certain kind of person is so terrible and i'm so glad that dove is again taking steps to fight this and i love how dove is just trying to fight all these things that are in our society today that are really toxic and that they're just trying to really fight against and i think that's so amazing that dove is doing that the next one says rich moisture tip to toe wash a tear-free hypoallergenic baby wash and shampoo that helps moisturize your baby's delicate skin to keep it soft yes jorgens oh sorry jorgens Johnson's and Johnson is not the only one with baby products. Dove has its some of its own that is also not gonna um, make your baby cry if it gets near their eyes. Um, I know even this is not just a thing for babies, but for um, like older people too. Like the just the thing of when you're washing your hair, and I know this is such a thing for me when I wash my hair, um, and I'm like getting real into it. And there's like a lot of like suds and like soap everywhere from like the shampoo and then sometimes it trickles down to my eyes I think stains and sometimes my towel is not near me and it's like on like the counter or something like that and I can't like reach it and I'm like oh my god I cannot see <laughs> it's like it's kind of terrible so I love um how they also have products like that that don't um really affect your eye like that and also side note that is nothing about this episode or this self-spotlight but I was just going to wait to talk about this later, but um, I did notice when I was listening to some of my past episodes, um, I did not mention this earlier, which I really should have, but in the very first episode, if you can remember, when I was talking about my routines, and I was discussing my hair routines, and I said how I wash my hair once a month. Oh my god, yes, I said I wash my hair once a month. No, I do not wash my hair once a month. And I said it multiple times. Like, I was, it was true. And I was, <laughs> I was cringing when I heard that. I was so cringe. I don't know how I didn't catch that or how I just didn't, like, yeah, I don't know. But it took me until, like, an episode ago to really realize what happened. And, yeah, I just wanted to address to you guys. So if you don't go on thinking that I'm some crazy person who doesn't wash my hair until, like, once a month, especially just me being an african-american man who like just has regularly just frizzy hair but of course it's not good to wash my hair a lot um but once a month is not good for someone of my hair type but i i to clarify things set the record straight i wash my hair twice um every two weeks 
And, um, for some people that may be like, that's still like not a lot, but trust me for my, um, kind of hair, it's actually very good for it. It's not good to wash it, um, in like more, how do I put this? Sorry, I'm blanking right now, but it's not good to wash it basically in like more than once every 10 days. Like it's basically said for my hair type that, um, Washing from every 10 days to 14 days is, like, the best thing for it. And washing under that 10-day range is, like, could really damage your hair because it's just, like, it's too much for it, basically. And I know it changes for a lot of people. And sometimes it can get up to, like, once a month, depending on your kind of hair. But for me, personally, it's not once a month. It is every two weeks. So setting the record straight, I know... Yeah, anyway, anyway, <laughs> not what this episode is about. I will talk about hair later. But the next one and final one on Dove's homepage says, Care that goes further. From self-esteem and body image to sustainability, Dove is working to make positive changes for our people and planet. And just from me reading those little snippets um, of things that Dove gives on their homepage, you can really tell just right off the bat how... Dove, like you can tell what they're about. You can see how Dove really cares about changing the way that society has made these beauty, toxic beauty standards for women and really trying to fix that. And um, I know that how um, everyone is a lot more um, like open these days about everything. Everyone's trying to like be... um, like different and like they're trying to progress and they're trying to get past the like older toxic things that have been in our past but the beauty has been such a opinionated topic for so long like literally going back decades about how people should dress and how people should look it's been such a pivotal like I don't know how to say this. It's just so like you understand what I'm saying when I say how beauty has just been a thing that has liberated us and has kept us down. And I mean us meaning women and men. It has truly like governed the way that society acts, whether you know it or not. It's just true. Like beauty is such a like, a monumental piece of our society that people might not even realize. Like, you might not even know how much beauty affects you and affects everybody else around you. And it can affect people's mental state a lot of times because they have been seen as not beautiful and people's standards that they have put in their minds, and that should be taken down. And that Dove has chosen to make the steps to fight that and to show that beauty comes in all forms and that it is okay if you are not exactly like somebody else, that you are still beautiful in your own way. And that just because you might be a female with armpit hair or because your skin looks different from everybody else's or you decide to wear your natural like hair when it's looked down upon, it's beautiful and it's amazing that people are doing this and not letting um, people put them into boxes of what beauty should be. And so I'm really glad that Dove is um, taking the steps 
to fight that. And oh my God, this self-spotlight is becoming tremendously long and that I did not realize how long it was coming out. I'm not even done yet, but you know, it's fine. I really had to make my peace about that little beauty rant I just had, but it was fine. It was fine. Um, I really do want to read about, about Dove because, um, Dove does have like an all about them on their page as well. It's really short though. So, um, but it says, when it comes to care, we want to give you products you can trust for your skin and hair. But Dove Care goes beyond our products. Learn about Dove's vision, our research and partners here. We care all about women, female identifying and non-binary people. We want to redefine beauty standards and help all women experience beauty and body image positively. Um, we care about the future generation, helping girls build positive self-esteem through the Dove Self-Esteem Project, ensuring the Dove, ensuring the world they enter is removing, is removed of toxic beauty standards. Like I was saying before, not even going to get that right now, but you, you understand what I'm saying when I say those toxic beauty standards that have been with society for so long. I'm so glad that people are taking a stand to them and trying to bring them down. Um, but continuing, it says, we care about how we make our products and what goes into them, about the impact we have on our planet and how we can strive for a better, more sustainable way of being. And that is it about um, from the Dove website. And it's so amazing, really, just in a nutshell of what Dove brings. Um, I do want to give a review that it's not... Um, from Dove's website because I do want to give an outer perspective and how um, other people see Dove as well. Like I tried to give for every brand. I know this is kind of becoming a lengthy little spotlight, but I think it's needed. So let me just hurry up with this really quickly and then we can get right on to our main topic. But it says um, on this review that I'm reading, you really can't talk about the state of soap, cleansers, or personal care products without mentioning Dove a company that sells more soap than any other. Dove has become synonymous with the soap bar in the same way that Kleenex is synonymous with tissues. You just can't separate one from the other. Despite their late start in soap development relative to other leading beauty brands, the company was founded in 1957. Dove proved to be ahead of its time in the cleaning department, developing a soap that did not dry skin but rather moisturized it. Moisturized it. Um, Dove quickly carved itself out of a piece of the soap market, gaining consumer trust with their high-quality and reliable products. Dove would gradually build its products to catalog and apply their same research and development skills to other areas of personal care. Dove now develops many different kinds of personal care products, which fall into five distinctive categories. Washing and bathing, um, skin care, antiperspirant deodorants, hair care, and Dove collections. And it goes on to say, one thing you may note in examining Dove's line of products is that absent are, are any sort of makeup or cosmetic supplements. 
This is because Dove believes in helping consumers embrace the bodies that they have and does not encourage the use of cover-ups, makeups, or concealers. This mindset led to the 2004 launch of Dove Campaign for Real Beauty, a worldwide marketing campaign designed to celebrate the bodies of women of all sizes and types. Dove's Real Beauty campaign has, has been carried on to this day in the form of advertisements, videos, workshops, sleepover events, and more. The campaign represents another instance in which Dove has proven to be ahead of its time, in addition to the revolutionary soap. While many companies embrace the social issues of the modern day for the sake of public relations, Dove not only embraced the beauty at any size and body positivity mantras before they hit the mainstream, but helped to grow them. This successful and universally celebrated campaign has helped the Dove brand grow to unprecedented heights. The company continues to achieve new milestones all the time. And that's just a little from this review. Um, there's so much more. Um, you can actually find this uh, at the Maple Holistics under Dove Company History and Review Real Beauty Real Soap. Um, it's such an amazing review that really praises all the um, things Dove has to offer. But as you can see from all that I've read about this, even from this review specifically, it talks about how it really doesn't want to focus on the makeup, but really what's behind it and what's like your real natural face. And it really wants to emphasize how beautiful that is, which is what I'm trying to talk about with this whole podcast of how you really need to focus on your true beauty behind the makeup and how you are beautiful with and without it. And um, it's good to really focus on your skin um, in particular behind putting on all the makeup on top of it. And it's, you're beautiful. Like that's the body that you were born with. That's the body that God gave you. And it's such a beautiful body and that you should embrace it. And you should, um, really thrive with it. So with that, I do want to end this self spotlight so you can get right into the main topic. As I've said, the episode topic is all about fragrances in the fragrance world, you know, perfumes, toilettes, colognes, all the above. Um, but I do want to get into what all of these actually mean. And I know that when I just say some of those words I just said, it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, and it's like, you don't really know what I'm kind of talking about, but don't worry, I will break everything down. So starting off with some definitions, perfume or parfum is the most concentrated and expensive of all fragrance options. Slightly oilier perfume or parfum is composed of 20 to 30% pure perfume essence. A single application of perfume can last up to 24 hours. And as you will see as I go down the list of all these um, definitions of these different fragrances, uh, the main difference of all of them is the concentration of um, perfume used. And so perfume or perfume is the highest concentration that I will, um, well, not that I will, that is like exists basically. Perfume is the highest concentration that you will find. But the next one is um, also called perfume, but it's really called eau de parfum, um, which historically genderless used to describe both men's and women's fragrances. Um, the best term used to describe a fragrance, it contains 15 to 20% pure perfume essence and lasts for about five to eight hours. Um, cologne or eau de cologne 
Um, the longest term for perfume. <laughs> uh, guys, I got the other one stuck in my head. The longest, sorry, the oldest term for perfume use in North America for masculine scents. Light, fresh, and fruity, typically composed of 2 to 4% um, perfume oils and alcohol and water, tend to be used in fragrances for younger people. It usually lasts for about two hours. And the next one is Toilette or Udi Toilette. Um, it's a light spray composition with 5 to 15% pure perfume essence dissolved in alcohol. It usually lasts about three hours. And another thing that really um, is comprised of fragrances, oh, that fragrance is comprised of, sorry, is notes. It's something that is in all fragrances. It's passed down through every single one of them. It's basically what makes them up and how to basically make a fragrance. It's not like how you can personally make one, but it's how like they are made. And it's also how to find um, the best one for you or to avoid certain things that you don't want in your fragrance. It's just a way basically um, to see how different ones are made and how like the different fragrances are comprised of basically. I know I just literally said the same thing like three times in different ways. <laughs> But you'll see in a second. Um, fragrances have three time sections, a life cycle of points. Think of an evaporation pyramid. Um, each of the three sections contains individual scents or notes that are belted together into what you end up smelling. These are the individual building blocks of scent. There are three different kinds of notes that comprise a scent, top, medium, and base notes. Um, the top note or basic note is the initial lighter smell of the fragrance that hits the nose first. The top note lasts around 15 minutes to two hours. Typically top and middle notes are various floral scents, fruity scents, marine or aquatic notes, and spices such as cinnamon. Examples of these notes include citruses, powdery scents, and light florals. Medium note, also referred to as the middle or heart notes, showcase the main elements of the fragrance. These notes develop after the note after the top note clears around 30 minutes and can last three to five hours after being sprayed. Heart notes most often include heavier floral scents. The middle and base notes are the extra layers of the scents which give the fragrance its distinctive smell. Base notes, the last to develop and helps fix the fragrance to the skin. This is where you will smell the bolder notes of the scent, which become more noticeable when the fragrance has been on the skin for a while. Base notes lay the foundation for the fragrance and will determine how long the fragrances last on your skin. Base notes tend to last from five to 10 hours. Typically base notes are sandalwood, vetiver, vanilla, tar, leather, smoke, tobacco, and musk. So that's just a little um, basis on the dry notes, and as the notes dry up, the scents will change, allowing for the scents to evolve and be more interesting. Typically, the mark of a low-quality fragrance is if it remains like monotone throughout its life. So that's just how you can see really what goes into all the fragrances and what makes them unique and special. Um, but different and other, um, not really typical, but... Yeah, you'll see in a second. <laughs> um, basically, definitions of fragrances, like those, the, the perfume and 
toilet and a cologne and eau de parfum are like the um like actual fragrance definitions and like the different kinds of fragrances but if you go a bit higher on the umbrella and if you kind of put them all under their own umbrella and you see what different kinds there are there are actually two different kinds of fragrances which is niche and designer and it's like I know right now that doesn't really make a lot of sense for some people who don't really know what those are, but I will explain them in two seconds, I promise. But basically, it's just um, how to differentiate in the luxury variety of fragrances. There are, of course, like non-luxury fragrances, which I'll talk about in a second, but on the luxury side, which you'll find more of like perfumes in or like um, eau de parfums is like more of the luxury side, which will be in either like niche or luxury. <laughs> No, sorry, niche or designer. Um, basically, um, a niche fragrance is made from more expensive or higher quality ingredients. These are the perfumes created by industry artists made for a more selective customer who wishes to wear some t something distinctively bold or unique. Niche fragrances do not have the universal appeal of a designer fragrance. They appeal most to the fragrance um, aficionado who wants to push the boundaries of acceptable scents. These fragrances typically cost over $250. And um, designer fragrances, which is the next one, is what you will see in most stores. These fragrances made by companies like Armani, Chanel, Burberry, and other designer brands cost between $50 and $100 for a 50 milliliter or 100 milliliter bottle. They also tend to be made from cheaper materials for the same reason. So that's just like the two different kinds of luxury fragrances that you can find in all like the different kinds I just mentioned before. But the not luxury kind that most of us are probably acquainted with more is called, you've either probably heard of fine fragrances, body mist, or body sprays. And this is all the same thing basically. You'll probably find like a little bit of definitions for like different, like for all of them, but they're basically the kind of the same thing. And they are having like um, a lighter scent rather than the perfume um, with water addition and one of the main reasons that perfume is strong enough rather than mist. Um, according to the studies says that body mists are water-based, but with the alcohol. Price is a major difference, and for that reason, only sorry, only many women are interested to buy body mist rather than perfume. Also, they don't last as long, they're less concentrated, and they have less oil. So, if you're like me, and you were um, not as educated as I should have been um, a while ago, and you thought that when you went to... Bath and Body Works or Victoria's Secret and you got some of their fragrances that they had and you were calling them perfumes because you thought they were perfumes, well, guess what? We were wrong because they are just fine fragrances or body mists or body sprays. Okay, they are not perfumes. Uh, those little things that come in those cute clear bottles, those cute clear cylinder bottles that have like different kind of labels on them with like the cute like clear top or whatever that I have many of. Those are fine fragrances, okay? They are not perfumes. They're just like a lighter version of them. Um, they don't really last as long. 
And honestly, because they don't last as long, I like that personally. But I'll talk about that a little bit later. But it is just a bit better to use if you don't want like that strong like smelling vibe and they are a lot less expensive. But that's just what a fine fragrance body mist or body spray is. Um, but how to use fragrances in general, um, less is more. So always focus on less is more because if you keep spraying so much around your whole body, no, it's not going to work for you because it's like when you spray all these different places that person, like, first of all, body spray or sorry, fragrances should not be sprayed. And it's just like, you're just spraying it just to spray it because you think that more is better and when you literally walk into a room, you're like announcing your presence without even people seeing you. No, it's you're making the wrong impression because literally if someone if I walk beside a person and I smell this overbearing smell of like this fragrance and it's like, ugh, you know, it's like I'm not intrigued. I'm not interested. It's not cute. It's repulsive because it's like so strong that it's like clouding my nose and so it's just best to focus on um, certain parts of the body to spray your fragrance on. And so basically just start with like one spray, you know, and just see like what's working, like how much the spread like of the smell of the, sorry, of the scent has gone and see if it's enough for you and if you need to spray anymore. And try to apply to skin, not clothes, because sometimes it can stain your clothes depending on like the kind of oils that are in your fragrances and if you spray on, like, lighter clothes that you have, it can, like, um, stain them and, like, damage them. Sometimes it won't come out. And waste equals walking into a spray cloud. So if you're one of those people who make this giant spray cloud and then walk through it, no, it's not helping you. Like, yeah, if you're using, like, perfumes or eau de perfume and you're just making this giant spray cloud and then you're walking through it it will be less strong if you want it to be not as strong but they are those kind of perfumes sorry those kind of fragrances are really expensive okay they're like some of the most expensive fragrances that are out there and you just wasted literally most of the fragrance to the floor because you may just make this giant cloud which is barely of it is even getting on you not even like the right places that it should be on and then most of it's on the floor, and then you just wasted a pretty expensive bottle to the floor. And so if you're doing this like every single day, you just wasted like 50% of your bottle to the floor. So it's like, think about that before you start spraying a cloud because it is wasteful and you're wasting a lot of your money. Of course, if it is like a fine fragrance or whatever, and they're like pretty cheap, you know, then just go ahead and spray or whatever. Or if you got that rich life, you know, and you can just buy as many perfumes and other perfumes as you want to, then... Mm, go ahead, you know, I mean, if you have money like that, spray as many clouds as you want to, but it is wasteful, just letting you know, and you need to also focus on warmer parts of the body, like I was saying, spray in the right places, and so that means, like, lower jaw, neck, shoulder, chest, inner elbow, forearm, wrist, um, and those are, like, some of the warmer parts of, like, your body that you just need to focus on, because, the warmer parts the better because the warmer parts are the smaller parts and but the fragrance is not for like trying to mask anything that's more like deodorants and antiperspirants but this is more like just trying to give off a scent and so those are just like the best places to apply because also that will be like where people can come into contact with you and if they're like they're near you 
And then they're like, oh my God, you smell so good. And then like, you know, it's so amazing. People say that about you and you're like, hmm, somebody noticed, <laughs> you know, it's really nice. Um, but those are just like some of the main places to really focus on when you're trying to apply um, a fragrance. And then if you like put it on your wrist, cause like it said, it's good to put it on your wrist. Don't rub them together. Just do like a spray on your one wrist and then a spray on the other. Because when you rub them together, it's not um, doing all what you think it is. It's actually just also just being wasteful and just rubbing it is not helping it like get in there. It's just helping it go away. <laughs> um, but um, also apply, like I said, to warm parts of the body because warmth helps push the smell out throughout the day. And so it just helps like kind of circulate around you if when you're going around. So instead of having that giant aroma of too muchness, when you walk into a room, you have a nice aroma of pleasantness around you. And so people, when they like walk past you, it's like, mm, wow, that person smells nice, you know, instead of being like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, so just things to think about. Um, but then also um, apply to dry, clean skin. It's just a lot better for you um, to do that for yourself. And then don't spray after shaving because sometimes um, if you like cut yourself when you're shaving or whatever, and there's like, of course, alcohol in the fragrances, it can like sting your body. And so not the best thing for you to be doing. And then some fragrance oils can sting your clothes, like I was saying. So just try to apply more to the skin rather than to your clothes. And then some tips when you're applying, um, apply to dry skin after a shower. Um, because again, it's like best to apply it when like your body's like nice and warm. And that's like, if you take in a nice warm shower, that's perfect. If you just go right out of the shower, if you take them in the mornings and then apply that fragrance and then you're just good for the day. And then also for like some parts, like your wrists or whatever, or like um, maybe behind your ears, if you just put, uh, apply like a petroleum jelly before a fragrance, it fully locks in the scent and it can keep it in for longer. So that's just like a few tips or whatever. I know that petroleum jelly can be a little bit shiny sometimes. So like you really got to like rub it in. So like not to every part where you should apply it, but just like to a few parts where you want to. You just put that petroleum jelly in there, it lasts a bit longer. And then benefits of fragrances in like general. Um, it's like for overall, it's fragrance um, has like historically been used um, for to help you smell better again it's not to mask an odor that's what antiperspirants slash um deodorants are for of course like they give your body a better smell than it normally has but it's more of just to give off a scent rather than to hide a scent that your body has and it also can enhance your mood it can boost your confidence and makes you more attractive because um your fragrance completes your look almost it's like the first thing people will see from afar is um your outfit that you're wearing or like your hair or what your face looks like and then when they get closer they see like your demeaning your facial features and then they'll like see how you smell and if you smell really nice then they're going to be like oh this person's like really attractive because like you already already serving his face you're giving us the clothes we want to see and you have that nice scent to you as well you're just giving everyone all that they want to see and smell, and it makes you seem a lot more attractive. But you already are attractive because you're beautiful. But anyway, moving on. Um, you can also boost your health, trigger memories. Uh, it can be used for aromatherapy properties, and it can treat insomnia. If you've heard of those like 
pillow perfumes or pillow fragrances. Um, don't think I'm, that's the right word for it, but you get what I'm saying. If you've like gone to Bath and Body Works, you've seen like some of their like pillow fragrances or whatever that you can like spray on your pillow, and that like when you go to bed, it smells like really nice. Yeah, that's what those are for, and it can help with like treat insomnia, and also fragrances can cure headaches because if it's like really um, pleasant to the nose and it's like really calming for yourself, it can help with a headache. But more specific um, benefits that fragrances have in general, not in general, but um, like the actual individual benefits that each one has. Um, first off, perfume lasts the longest out of all the fragrances. It smells the strongest, so you can use fewer sprays and can be found in more luxury brands if you want to know. Have that rich life, honey. And the next one is Eau de Parfum. It is better for sensitive skin rather than um, other fragrance types is considered nightwear. And cologne is often created for men, so it's um, really good for the men who are listening to this podcast who um, want to find more fragrances that are to, like made for them more. If they don't want more of the floral kind of fragrances, then colognes are the best to shop because they are made for them. But again, like perfumes are not just for women and colognes are not just for men. But like literally the difference between them is the concentration that I was saying. And that's like the only difference between all these is just the concentration of the perfume. And yeah, so they're just different names for the types of fragrance. But literally perfumes, eau de parfums, colognes, toilettes, they're all just different kinds of concentrations that go into each fragrance. But sometimes different kinds of fragrances are marketed towards different genders, like how um, different kinds of luxury perfumes can be more marketed towards women and how colognes can be more marketed towards men. But you can totally, of course, find all these for any gender. Um, And toilettes. Oh, and also um, colognes generally do come in bigger bottles. But toilettes have a lighter scent to refresh the skin. They're the most popular out of all the fragrances because they are lighter and less expensive. Um, and it's also considered day wear. Personally, for me, I like using fine fragrances and body sprays on the daily. Um, just because it's like, they're a lot lighter than like perfumes and colognes. And they're a lot less expensive and um, than any of like the other, the other actual fragrances. So as most of you probably like using like most of those um, fine fragrances that come in those clear, cute plastic bottles. But again, they are cheaper and they smell a lot lighter. So they're cute. I can spray um, like a few and they just last me. They give me like a nice little scent throughout the day. And um, my favorite at the moment is probably Warm Vanilla Sugar from Bath and Body Works. It was actually gifted to me. I like I've used some of the warm villain sugar other products like lotion and body wash and body scrubs, but um, this one was actually gifted to me and it's it's really great. I love using it. Um, they actually have a um, one that's infused with diamond dust as well, so it gives your skin like a nice little kind of sparkle to it once you spray it on yourself, which is super cute as well. Um, but my favorite actual fragrance is probably going to be Oude Toilette just because it's still light, like fine fragrances, but it lasts a lot longer than they do and has like a nice strong enough scent too. So it's like not too light, but it's not as strong as like perfumes, you know, but you still can find them more in like the luxury kinds and like niche and designer brands. Um, and I don't tend to buy a lot of colognes just because it's usually marketed towards men 
And so it has like a lot more muskier smells I'm not really keen to. I like more of like the floral ones because that's just kind of like fits me more. And of course, like whatever you guys um, prefer is the one that you should like go towards. Like just don't go towards the ones that's like marketed towards you because sometimes it might not be the one that you like personally. Um, but that's just kind of like the wrap on all the rundown of them. But I do want to like discuss some of the products about the different kinds of like niche uh, designer and like different affordable fragrances more and um, just really go into how um, you can really start trying after like you know all this knowledge you can finally put that into trying to shop for different ones and trying to find the best one for you to really see what can like work for your body type more but like before we get into that I do really want to go into um, how after you know all of these, like after you know all the knowledge about notes and um, parfums and eau de parfums and colognes and toilettes and all of that of how you can put it all together so you can realize once you go shopping online or in person um, for different fragrances, how to look for that when they are presented as a product. So to give an example, of that, I do want to stick with my warm vanilla sugar from Bath and Body Works, but this time I'm using the Oude Toilette as an example. Um, like I just said, it's from Bath and Body Works, and these are the product details that you will see for like a lot of different products if you're trying to shop for them. So you can be less intimidated by them, and you can know how to actually use it when you are shopping. So it says Bath and Body Works Warm Vanilla Sugar Signature Collection Eau de Toilette 2.5 with a higher concentration of fragrance oils. Our Eau de Toilette gives you a more intense, longer lasting aroma. Master perfumes, master perfumers have blended a unique formula of the finest ingredients for a unique fragrance experience. The top notes are intoxicating vanilla, white orchid, the mid notes are vanilla tonka, sparkling sugar, fresh coconut, and fresh jasmine. And the base notes, or as they say, dry notes, are warm vanilla bean, cocoa bean, and creamy sandalwood. So that's what you will see when you look for a product, basically. And it's like they give you the rundown of all the different kinds of notes. And they, they tell you that it's like an eau de toilette. They give you the concentration. They sell you the different kinds of oils that go into it. And after we've talked about everything that we've talked about you can kind of see you can see the breakdown like you understand what they're saying it's not intimidating you you're not just buying something um off a whim because the bottle looks cute you know what's going into it you understand what the top notes the mid notes and the base notes are and so when you see this you get less intimidated by it and i hope that that gives you a good example of what to look for and um what the different kinds of brands are going to give you when they like talk about their products of fragrances. Um, but really going to what I really want to talk about, the nine different kinds of niche, designer, and affordable fragrances. Um, so let's first start off with niche. Um, the first nine are um, Altelier Bloom and Altelier Cologne. I'm counting that as one because they're both by like Atelier, one's just like Bloom, one's Cologne, one's more marketed towards women, one's more marketed towards men. Um, the next one is Diaz and Durga. And next is Laboratory Perfumes, and then Santa Jardin, and then Tom Daxon, um, Wilhelm Parfumier, 
sorry, Parfumery, um, and then Ex Nihilo, and Experimental Perfume Club, and La Artisan Perfumer. And I think that was, no, one more, sorry. Um, and then Mason Margiela, that was nine, I'm pretty sure. Um, let me count real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, that was actually 10. Well, you know, one more never hurt anybody, but those are just 10 of the best um, niche fragrances. There are more if you want to check it out at Sheer Lux under 15 of the best niche fragrance brands to know. Uh, now the next will be going to nine of the best designer brands to know. And the first off the bat is Chanel, of course. Um, next is Mugler, and then Guerlain, Calvin Klein. Ooh, I need to be counting this one second. Let me check real quick. Chanel, Mugler, Guerlain, Calvin Klein, Dior, Ralph Lauren, um, Donna Karen, Dos and Gabbana, and the last one is Beretto. And then nine affordable um, fragrances are Sonia Kashuk, Bath and Body Works, La Vanilla, Gourmand, Clean, Pacifica, Demeter, and philosophy. And then those are just nine of the best um, affordable fragrances. You can see more about like the different prices for all of these, um, the different descriptions of all these and some of the products that they have listed under um, Birdie, spelled B-Y-R-D-I-E, um, under nine affordable perfumes. So you can smell like Gucci on a Target budget. <laughs> Girl. I love that title. Mm, that's so true, though, because you want to smell like luxury, but, girl, you only got $15, $20 to spend. So, like most of us, you need those fun fragrances. But you can shop for some of those more luxury ones on an affordable budget. And for the lux for the designer um, nine fragrances that I listed, you can go to the website Who, What, Where under and now the 17 most popular designer perfumes of all time so you can read more than nine of the designer fragrances and you can read the different products that they have listed and the prices as long as well as the descriptions so that's just the complete rundown of all the fragrances um, of the fragrance world um, of the different kinds the descriptions of all of them the differences um of like all of them and what just goes into a fragrance and what to look for and um like again just wanted to really emphasize on the differences of how like um before like I can leave you with this before we go right into our standing vanity but when you're looking for the differences just know that it's just how they're marketed it's how strong the smell is like a concentration basically and how long they last so that's really just the differences between all the fragrances i know that a lot of them are marketed towards like women and men and so you think that just because it's a perfume you can't use it if you're a guy and because if it's the cologne you can't use it because you're a girl but no it's just the difference is yes how they're marketed towards different genders but it's really just how long they last which is the silage and then the concentration which is just how strong they smell so 
that's what you really is the breakdown of all of them. So don't let it intimidate you when you try to buy some. Um, now you know you have all the knowledge because knowledge is power. So when you go into that store or their website online, because you know you don't really want to get out the house right now, stay indoors. But when you are buying those perfumes and fragrance and like colognes and toilettes, you know what to do. For sanity and vanity, you know I just want to keep this general guided real talk basically, okay? This is just where I want to keep it nice and real and just like discuss what's really going on like my life basically or just, you know, just the norm. So like outside of just talking about self-care, just we can really just talk in a one-to-one basis, you know, well, me talking and you listening and me imagining what you're going to say, but you know, (laughs) that's what we're normally doing in quarantine anyway. (laughs) So anyway, what's going on in my life, if you've probably, um, looked at the date this was posted, you've seen that it was like a week gap from the last time that I posted an episode. And that's just because last week on April 30th was my mother's birthday. She turned 50 years old. Um, I was kind of debating if I should say how old she turned on a recording that's going out to people, but I know she is proud of her age. She is proud of how far she's come in life. She's proud of the things that she's learned, and I know she is the one of the wisest people that I know, and she gives me so much knowledge, and she fills me up um, with so many great lessons and teachings that she's given me over the years, and I'm so proud to have her as my mother. And I just wanted to say happy birthday, mom. I love you so much. And I can't wait to have more years with you to come. Um, That was just what was going on that last week. And I really just wanted to focus on um, making sure that her birthday was so special. Because I know that it was really hard um, to really make a birthday special during quarantine. Because we couldn't go out anywhere. But we made it really special for her. Um, We got her 50 flowers, 50 roses. Um, so many cars from friends came in for her and we made her this special video with like a bunch of different, um, videos from people who send in their faces, just saying how much they love her and saying happy birthday to her, which was so sweet and kind. And, um, people came out into our um, front yard, six feet apart from each other and how she stood on the, um, the porch and she said hello and they all said how much they loved her and they brought like food. It was amazing. It was so great. And um, I was really glad that we got to make this birthday special for her, even though we're doing in these like tough times right now. But um, back to what I really wanted to get this um, sanity vanity about, which is fashion. Just a little thing I want to talk about that can be a very big thing during quarantine. Um, because I don't know about you, but just thinking about fashion during this time can be so hard for me. It's just like thinking about having to, I mean, I love fashion. Let's just get that straight right now. I love putting on clothes and making an outfit and serving looks all day long. But when I'm just in the house around just my loved ones, I'm not going out to see friends or just in public and no one's seeing these great outfits I'm putting together. It's like, sometimes I can feel like, what's the point, you know, if like no one's going to be able to see it. It's like, what's the point of putting an effort into an outfit that I'm just going to wear for myself. But it's like, again, 
you should do things for yourself because you should do anything for yourself. Like you should not do things to please other people. It's like, it should be for you first to make you happy and then it can be for other people. But I know it's still hard for us to put together a great outfit rather than just staying in our pajamas. But you have to get dressed for yourself again. And you just have literally to get dressed in general, like just put on an outfit rather how basic or how beautiful it is. Just put together an outfit and see how it works because it can really just help you more than you think. It can help just that, like, you feel normal during this quarantine time because, you know, it already doesn't feel normal since you're not going out anywhere. But if you just put on an outfit and just go about your regular day wearing clothes and, like, putting doing your routines and everything, it'll just make everything seem more normal. It'll help a lot more. I know it has with me. Like, whenever I get dressed, I know. It just, I don't know, I feel a lot better. I feel like I'm actually doing things, getting things done, rather than just staying in my pajamas and being lazy and sleeping more than I should and just procrastinating and not getting things done. So just get out of your PJs, okay, and throw on those outfits, however interesting they are, and just try to go throughout your day um, however you feel like it with just going through your routines because your routines can help you more than you know, as I've talked about. But fashion, it can be something that we can do during this quarantine time. I know it's been like, wow, what? No, quarantine fashion, those don't mix, honey. But they can, okay, just throw together some form of an outfit. And it can really help you going throughout your day. It can really kind of motivate you to really get things done. But with that, I just want to go to the mirror message um, for this week. So you can dwell on it until I give you the next one. Um, But this one is... Um, no matter how plain a woman may be, if truth and honesty are written across her face, she will be beautiful by Eleanor Roosevelt. That is an amazing quote. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode today. Um, hope that you can stay tuned in for another one for next week. And thank you so much for coming back to this one. And thank you in advance for coming to the next one. See you guys next week. Thank you.